Last week, Craig Fuller, the CEO of Freight Waves, was here to tell us the story behind the brand. Recently listed on CNBC's 2018 Upstart 100 list as the brightest, most intriguing young startups promising to become the great companies of tomorrow. If you did not hear last week's episode with Craig, make sure to go to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 64. Welcome to Let's Talk Supply Chain. My name is Sarah Barnes Humphrey, and each week I bring you the top supply chain professionals in the industry. You will learn about best practices, new innovation, and most up-to-date information about supply chain. I believe that collaboration is the future of business, and I have designed this show to ensure you have all the information you need to succeed in business and in your supply chain. First, a word from our sponsor, Border Buddy. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has created a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce shopping cart, like Shopify, Magento, eBay, and others, allowing you ease and peace of mind when selling to customers in North America. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from your door to theirs in real time. We're the first API-based custom solution. Just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com forward slash Let's Talk Supply Chain. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. I am super excited this week because I will be at the SCMA conference May 29th through 31st to celebrate my nomination with the other women as top 100 influential women in Canadian supply chain. And I can't wait to meet them all. I can't wait to go to this event. Not only is it to celebrate that list, but also I'll be representing FIT, the Forum for International Trade Training, of whom I am on the board of directors. So I'll also be there to interview a few respected industry experts, and I will be releasing those in exclusive content for subscribers only over the next few weeks. So if you haven't subscribed to the show, go to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher today. Today, I am speaking with one of the biggest innovators and disruptors in supply chain. But before we do that, let's get to the question of the week. So the question was, how do you explain supply chain or what you do to your family? This question I threw out there for a little bit of fun. I wanted to see everybody's answers and how how they explain what they do. And some of the, all of the answers have been amazing. Um, go to listeners corner at let's talk supply chain com to get the full list. I'm going to try to get through everybody in this introduction at least a little bit. So Rob Garrison Mercado Labs sent me an email and said, we move what's made to the market over on the let's talk supply chain LinkedIn page. Keelan Spence, I always explain it as getting the right product to the right place at the right time. Simple enough as a concept, right? Kimberly Rodriguez, elevator pitch. We make minor miracles happen every day so that your grocery stores and retail shops are full and online orders are on time. Stacy Roth, I sell space on ships and airplanes for cargo. I used to say I'm a tour agent for cargo. Stacy, I used to say that 
I was a travel agent for freight. So kind of similar. And we were, we kind of had the same mindset on that one. Jessica Vanya, all the way from Singapore. Me and my dad had reduced it to one word, FedEx, or in local context, we would explain logistics is something like Tiki or JNE, which is Indonesian three PLs. Angela over at Shapiro. I generally say something like turn over that and then whatever's in front of them, a cup, a bowl or a tray and tell me where it was made. Companies like mine help companies like theirs move that efficiently, cost-effectively, and compliantly. Jennifer Torlorn, I tell them that I make it easier for people to do their jobs. And Jeffrey Solomon was educating the next generation because he presented something along these lines to the kids during bring your parent to work day or bring your parent to kids day. Uh, Naomi Garnis, it's how your purchase made its way to you from a warehouse or store across oceans, roads, and skies. Um, I had Lisa Fenton, I jokingly say spreadsheet guru, which is a great one. Wing Chung, I usually use the analogy of how a restaurant is structured and operates from getting ingredients to final composed dish as most people can relate to the topic. That's a great one. Over on Instagram, lean 3.2, after I give them my one hour presentation and they stare at me like a deer in headlights, I say, I buy stuff and then they nod. Kamal over on Instagram. They only understand when I use the word courier. Felicity on Instagram. I have definitely not nailed this, so I am looking for ideas in the comments. Um, the bat over on Instagram. I'm responsible for getting our products from manufacturing plants to shelves where you buy them. And lastly, Britt Harrison. I buy stuff and I babysit engineers. That is a great way to end off that segment. Remember to join in on the conversation every single Wednesday on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. So let's get to today's show. I have been connected with them for a while, watching them grow, but I finally had the chance to meet them in person at TPM. And what a great group of guys from containers. They are disrupting the logistics industry and they recently closed a significant deal and are here to tell us all about it. And so before we do that, let's get to know Graham Parker, the founder and CEO, just a little bit. So Graham started his freight career 20 years ago and founded his first freight company at age 22, achieving revenues into $1 million in his first year and doubling every year up to $20 million. An MBA and Maserati 2017 Top 100 Entrepreneur, Containers is a result of his passion for freight and technology. So welcome to the show, Graham. Thank you, Sarah. It's great to be here. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. I mean, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am a huge fan of collaboration and seeing everyone win together. And it means so much that you guys are big supporters of the show and other entrepreneurs in the industry. You know, being a startup and being an innovator, being a disruptor in this industry, it just means a lot. So let's get to know your story. Who are you? How did you, how did your story, how did your journey to success lead you to containers so i actually come from a freight background and i uh, was in the industry from um, my my early 20s and and when i was uh <clears throat> just before my 23rd birthday i set up a freight forwarding business um, and had this, this crazy goal of getting to a million dollars in revenue in, in year one um, and hit the goal and then managed to double it every year 
um, for about half a decade uh, to just under $20 million. And, uh, you know, as that journey progressed, it was, um, it was at the same time where a lot of great software was transforming businesses. So it started to become embarrassing going in, <clears throat> insisting people read your Excel sheets and, uh, and, and, and call you on the phone when they were talking about great solutions like Salesforce and Dropbox and um, what's now Office 365. And it, you could see a transforming business. And then, um, you know, it was clear that it was going to come to the, the world of freight and logistics sooner or later. So that's how um, that, that that's a little bit on my background, and then I had a good friend in uh, in Dublin, um, my co-founder Charles Lee, who comes from very much um, a technology background. Um, his first gig post university was being part of the team that remapped the human genome, <laughs> so uh, that makes him about one thousand times smarter than me. Um, and we thought it was a great basis to uh, to form a business in the in the sector. Uh, this marriage of uh, of deep freight and deep technology experience coming together, um, you know, and uh, that's how that's how containers got its start. Wow, I love that! At twenty three, you made a goal of making a million in the freight forwarding industry. That, and yeah. then you you hit that target or doubled it every single year thereafter. Yeah, so I went from one to two to four to eight to sixteen, and then uh, started to plateau out. Um, but uh, someone asked me, you know, what my biggest challenge was in the first year, and it wasn't hitting a million dollars in sales. It was, uh, it was getting through the door of uh, manufacturing companies because even though I was 22, I looked 12, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a people questioned if I should be driving a car. But it was, it was super interesting, and I and I guess when you're uh, when you're that age, uh, you don't uh, you don't understand how difficult things are, and uh, it gave me um, a good understanding of the uh, of the freight industry. Well, and you hustled. Right. You know, that's what every entrepreneur needs to have is that hustle, that fire in your belly, you know, to get out there against all odds and against all of those objections. I mean, especially in that time, because it depends. Was that pre 2008 or after? That was pre. So that was like uh, 2003. So it was, you know, it was quite quite early uh, pre the pre the global crash and everything. Um, You know, it was it was an interesting time and it was, you know, it was super interesting to see even then firsthand how you know great enterprise SaaS solutions were making a difference a difference to businesses you know um particularly salesforce you could see the return on investment was very rapid and um you know freight obviously has been a little bit slower to to jump on the technology bandwagon <laughs> yeah we're still we're still having a little bit of that obstacle but i think people are you know really turning around and understanding what we need to do in this industry to really move it forward and make it successful for business so yeah. let's get into containers um it's a big brand you know you guys did a lot at the recent joc tpm event with a press conference and uh, you're really getting out there you're doing a lot of you know, um, advertising and especially in the States, you know, you've already hit Europe. So what exactly do you do and why did you pick this space to disrupt? Well, I think when, when Charlie and I got together in 2014, we kind of wanted to take our time and understand, um, you know, we thought we had a, a good um, a good skill set between us, technology and, and freight experience to, to bring value to the industry. And, you know, we spent a couple of years uh, building out a product and talking to a lot of people and we settled on 
um, you know, trying to bring value to existing shipping brands on the customer facing side. Um, you know, customer experience in the digital world is, is, is all important. The ones with the best customer experience wins. And I think typically, if you look at freight brands, a lot of the traditional spend has been on back office software, not customer facing software. So we built a suite of tools for freight brands that allow them to uh, have their own branded solution live in the market in just four weeks um, delivered as a, as a SaaS solution. So our belief is, you know, if you're an existing freight brand, you've got a lot of the tools to win already. You've got a lot of customers, you've got a global network, you've got deep industry experience. And when you augment that by, by software, <clears throat> we believe you can win and beat the, the digital disruptors because they've got to get the thousands of customers and they've got to get the global network and they've got to get the deep industry experience. And I think that's a harder job to get those three than one. So we, we settle on those ones. And like you said, Sarah, we uh, uh, are a European headquartered company, uh, but we've expanded into the US. We have an office in New York now. Um, our flagship product enterprise is used by five of the top 20 global shipping brands including the likes of Maersk and Toll and our edge product which is for the the, the medium sized shipping brands is um, becoming super popular in North America we see um, just above 50% of our pipeline coming from the US market so we think that it's a, it's an incredible opportunity for us um, and you know we, we don't see too many direct competitors yet I think a lot of companies have been focused on the back office so it's it's an exciting time. Absolutely. So who are some of the brands that you're working with then? So on the, you know, on the, uh, we work with freight brands in general, but primarily that tends to be um, steamship lines and freight forwarders. So if you look at the, the steamship line side, uh, Maersk has been a customer of ours going right back to 2017, you know, and we have a quote on our website for Maersk, which we're super proud of, which says, Working with containers accelerated our digital journey. So, you know, Maersk are not just the biggest shipping, ocean shipping brand on the planet moving a fifth of the world's containers, but they actually are by far the most advanced. So they were working on solutions uh, like the ones we have um, over a decade ago before anybody else. So when they say working with them helped to accelerate our digital journey, we're super proud of that. And then on the, the freight Absolutely. Floor, and on the freight forwarder side, we announced a, a multi-million dollar deal with Toll Global Forwarding last week. So our first public top 20 global freight forwarder. Um, and we expect to have an announcement a month now going forward. We have another big one coming in May with a, a big steamship line. So um, Amazing. Congratulations on that, because that is a huge accomplishment, especially, you know, as a startup in such a traditional space, you know, bringing forth that creativeness, bringing forth that disruption and people embracing it and looking forward to using, you know, the platform and what you've been able to create. I mean, that's as a founder and an owner, that's just got to be a huge sense of accomplishment. So but, but, you know, I, in saying that too, I'm sure you've come across so many challenges. Um, you spoke yeah. about in your original business, you know, not being able to get into see manufacturers, not because they didn't have the time of day to see you, which is kind of what's happening right now, um, but for different reasons. <laughs> but, you know, being a technology startup in supply chain, there, what has been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome that? I think, you know, in an industry that is is uh, quite traditional, 
um, you know, making a leap uh, into the technology world uh, doesn't just require trust in your vendor, but a lot of the time it requires change in your work processes. So we talk to our customers a lot about customer experience and about customer acquisition. So, you know, when con- when customers adopt our solutions, it allows them to have their own branded solution and effectively give their customers, the actual BCO shippers, the ability to have a pure digital transaction. So from, um, from 24-7, 365 digital first pricing to one-click rebooking to a series of dashboards to manage your shipments. But a lot of the time, it requires a change in... in um, in mindset and I think for us that has been the biggest challenge we don't see ourselves as just a company that sells software we like to really partner with our customers and it's a real um, it's a real journey together so there's a lot of a lot of work we do um, in terms of, of our own content like we published over a hundred pieces last year including white papers and we share a lot of content with our with our customers as well so i think it's really around this mind mindset shift uh, besides getting the trust of your customers i think there's a big change in the actual workflow and a good example of that is around um customer acquisition in the traditional freight world it's still a lot of people calling customers and going out and visiting them and um, and, and and entertaining them but in the digital world you can acquire them digitally um, and you can monitor in real time actual behaviors with real time data, um, and that brings a, a huge amount of it advantages. Obviously, it's a lower cost to serve, but it's also um, a one source of truth where you can actually see customer behavior and and build around that. Um, but again, that takes significant um, change effects in our in big organizations. So I think that has been our biggest challenge: uh, supporting our customers as they've really accelerated their own digitization. Yeah, and supporting them in that journey because you could find a champion, right, within a company that really sees the vision, really sees how you can partner and collaborate, but then it's that journey to the decision. Absolutely. And, you know, for us, having a champion is always super important. Um, you know, some some of our early customers, um, you know, really got what we were doing. And, you know, in the in the classic uh, technology adoption cycle, you have this 16 percent at the start that are the the innovators and the early adopters. And, and right now they're really make up the majority of our customers. They're the ones that have already implemented a, a piece of software and have seen a return on investment. They understand digital customer experience and they want to win in the next decade. And and for us, they're the ideal customers, but I think the next stage is the early majority, the next 30% of brands that realize that um, you know, digital is coming. Yeah, so that, I guess, brings me to my next question. Um, you've kind of gone over who your ideal client is, you know, but why should a company work with containers? What, what will you do with that? I mean, I know we've, you've just spoken about partnering with them and giving them the tools that they need and the resources and that kind of thing. And you're a man after my own heart, because again, I spoke about it at the beginning of this episode. I speak about it in my introduction, you know, collaboration is the future of business, Absolutely. but tell me, you know, other than that, why should somebody work with you? What What is going to happen if they don't? You know, like, you know, we talk about the digital transformation being the way of the future and people are going to be left behind if they're not doing it. So paint that picture for us. Yeah, I think, you know, 2019, Sarah, has been already super interesting. I mean, 
we are, you know, not even a month through quarter four and sorry, uh, the first month of quarter two. And if you look at just last week alone, you know, we heard Uber was expanding their freight division into into Europe. Amazon launched freight.amazon.com. The world's largest forwarder launched spot rates and a product called Pledge. The world's largest ocean carrier launched digital customs. That was just one week. Um, so the pace is clearly increasing. And we think with that, you know, um, it's important that freight brands adopt technology in a time-sensitive way to ensure they can continue to compete. And one of the reasons customers love our solutions is speed to market. So with our Edge product, that's just four weeks. So, um, and it's it, it's a time frame that's never been seen before. I mean, we, we believe we're democratizing these products because before containers, um, it cost anything up to a couple of million dollars in a year or two to get these customer-facing solutions to market. And now in a matter of weeks, um, you can get them to market. So I would say speed is very important and, and track record. You know, it's not just the big customers that I mentioned earlier, the likes of Merck and Toe, but it's also, you know, the industry recognizes us. Frost and Sullivan um, gave us an award earlier in the year, citing us as the world's best ocean freight platform. Um, and their quote was that the containers technology has the potential to democratize this software for every shipping brand on the planet. So I think speed to market is is super important, matched with track record. Yeah, and I also think, you know, partnering with the right companies and really getting comfortable with outsourcing and not yeah. trying to do it all yourself. Absolutely. I mean, our biggest competitor right now, um, particularly on our enterprise product, is is building internally. And I, I totally agree, Sarah. And I think a lot of the shipping brands realize this, you know, to, you know, to deliver these products and maintain them and upgrade them regularly, you need to be an expert in software. And I think a lot of freight forwarders are world-class at what they do, but maybe not necessarily at delivering software solutions. So I, I totally agree. I think, you know, and, and this is why we are also, um, you know, we, we, Everyone at Containers is a big fan of your show, and we really also foster the collaboration. We've got a number of partnerships that we've announced this year, and we're constantly saying there needs to be more SaaS and enterprise SaaS solutions for freight brands. So, you know, if there is a challenge from um, a, a digital disruptor that there's an ability to just go online and you know purchase a product like you do with with the, the the modern enterprise SaaS tools and you know we'd love to see more more companies come in both uh you know companies that we can work with and also competition <laughs> it's a giant market yeah well you wait i am working on ships i talk about this all the time <laughs> and uh, i think that it's it's definitely going to be something that you and i can can talk about and work on together because it's going to be you know a SaaS solution that's not going to be a competitor to you um but is definitely going to make it easier for everybody to to ship their products and i agree with you you know this is a big space you know, and I welcome, you know, you've really paved the way and thank you so much for, you know, supporting the show, but you guys have paved the way on the innovation side, the disruption side, and it's so much fun to watch what you guys are doing and to learn from what you're doing. And it's just, it's just amazing. And I want to thank you because not only are you bringing 
the world to supply chain, you're also bringing investment into supply chain. And that is a huge deal. Yeah, that is a really, really big deal. Because before people didn't really understand it. And you know, they weren't bringing money into the space. And so that's why we sat in the traditional for so long. And now it's just super exciting with everything going on. But you're right, that speed of change, <laughs> you know, that speed to market is crucial, absolutely crucial. Um, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more innovation coming up soon. So what advice would you give to other supply chain technology startups? So, you know, I think um, for us, um, you know, you, you hear a lot about the disruptors, you know, the ones that are trying to disintermediate freight forwarding and lots of other industries, um, you know, and while we respect them and I'm sure some of them will be successful, you know, the path that we've taken to support freight brands and deliver a great quality software based on, you know, our belief that they will win in the next decade and, and we want to we want to play a part in that you know to acquire customers and knowledge and build our global networks takes years and billions of dollars and you know our customers already have those and getting access to great software so i think you know for supply chain startups there's a huge opportunity to actually support freight brands um you know there's a lot of disruptors out there but you know every freight brand we speak to and their technology and IT budgets are only only increasing. And, you know, the pace of adoption is growing rapidly. So I think that there is, um, like you kindly said there, Sarah, we've, you know, shown that there is a, there is an appetite within the industry uh, for SaaS solutions um, for freight brands. And, you know, we think that we're only scratching the surface right now. Um, there's an opportunity for dozens and dozens of more, and we we have this uh, we have this piece of content where we compare the global freight tech ecosystem with the fintech ecosystem in in the Netherlands, and the fintech ecosystem in the Netherlands is bigger right now than the freight tech ecosystem globally, and that just tells us one thing: we're in the early days. You know, if you fast forward three years, there's going to be dozens of world class. Um, valuable businesses in, in the freight tech industry. So we're, we're still very early and I think it's a very exciting opportunity for budding supply chain companies to, uh, to get involved. Absolutely. But, you know, in the, in the beginning, and I'm kind of at that stage right now, um, it is a bit of a struggle, right? You know, you're, you need to make sure you've got that MVP before you can really talk to talk about funding or try to find that angel investor, what would you tell if somebody is in that position right now? What would you tell them? Like, what did you have to really tell yourself to push through and and get to you know get to that space where you had that product, you were onboarding customers, and things were sort of taken off from there? You know, I think there's a fine line um, between. You know, wanting to get an MVP to product, uh, product to market, and and at the same time, getting a product to market um, quickly, so you can learn, iterate, and change. You know, and I, and I think that's saying that if you're not slightly embarrassed by your MVP, you've waited too long. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're big we're big believers in that. So you know, I think getting a product to market, getting it getting it into your customers' hands, and you know, really understanding what they what they want uh, is super important. So. If I look back at our journey, uh, I would totally agree with you, Sarah. It is incredibly challenging, especially in the early days. But I think, you know, shipping the product as quickly as you can and learning as quickly as you can and iterating is super important. We, you know, we see regularly 
companies that you know wait a very long time to get very polished products to market and then they might find out that actually that feature set that they have is not necessarily what customers want and if they had shipped it three or six months earlier they might have learned and iterated and been to market with something that could have scaled quicker so again i would i would say speed uh, is uh, is important and you know the, the good thing about this industry is that from a technology point of view i think you know all of the big shipping brands you know we're lucky enough as a young enterprise software company to speak to board members of most of the top 20 shipping brands and they all have an interest in tech and they are so helpful you know getting a product into their hands to look at and test is much easier than people would uh, would expect um, yeah, I, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I think that that's a really, really, really important point. I mean, right now we're working with, you know, some shippers, some freight forwarders um, to make sure that we get it right. Because at the end of the day, the platform is not about us. It is about them. You know, it's a collaborative environment to make sure that they are winning and we are winning at the same time. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the, the, the industry is so early, um, you know, testing out those features earlier, early and assumptions and getting customers feedback is, is great. I mean, the amount of feedback that we've gotten from our customers has really helped us with our product roadmap over the last uh, year or so. Yeah, and that, that mindset is shifting and they want to be able to help because they, they know that, you know, we're building the products for their future. You know, yeah. they're not taking, some of them are taking that on inter internally, but when you're looking externally and you're outsourcing, we are, you know, we're building those products for their future and helping them figure out what that path looks like to success. So I think it's really important. And again, it incites that collaboration, you know, that winning together type mentality, which I think both of us are, are very much about. So what would you say is your biggest achievement so far? Well, um, I think, you know, um, we're, we're very proud of the products that we've, we've put out to the market. I think, you know, particularly this Edge product, we're, we're really proud of. Um, you know, when we talk to um, a typical Edge customer, they're a medium-sized freight forwarder. Um, and to be able to say you can have your own customized branded solution in four weeks, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a big deal for us because traditionally, those tools were only available to very large shipping brands who would have spent, you know, uh, seven figures and taken a year plus to deliver them. So to be able to, you know, help our customers um, future-proof their business and, and get a differentiating uh, feature quickly, uh, you know, is uh, we're, we're very proud of. Um, and, you know, I think we're also proud of some of the big customers that we support and, you know, some of the brands that I mentioned earlier, um, you know, it's amazing to kind of expand with them and, and globally. Um, and, you know, I think the team we've built as well um, is, is really world-class. Um, you know, 70% of our company is digital. So as a software company, it's computer scientists, architects, and we simply have a world-class team. Some of them that have gone through IPOs, Charlie, uh, part of the team to remap the human genome. So we're really proud of the team and we're really proud of the, the products and the brand that we've built. Great. Yeah, I love that. So then let's let's get into the future. You know, what's next for containers? You've already accomplished 
so much, but what are you looking to do? Like world domination? What, what are we looking at right now? Yeah. So yeah, world domination is definitely on the list. Um, the next product is probably going to bring us relatively close to that. I mean, we, we haven't spoken about it too much, but we'd, we'd love to share some uh, insights uh, exclusively with you, Sarah. Um, our, our next release is, is basically the... Uh, it will complete our trio of, of, of products and basically serve the really small freight forwarders. So, you know, anybody that has maybe between two and 25 people um, around that size um, may not be a great suit for a uh, fit for edge. So we launch a product called Containers Essentials um, at the end of this year. And that's a product that we're, you know, super proud of it. Again, that gives the really small brands the ability to go digital um, super quick. So... That's um, that's something we're really excited about. That's great and so exciting. Thank you so much for sharing that on the show today. And that is coming out, you said, by the end of this year? Yes. Okay, that's great. Yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of small freight forwarders um you know that that we want we want them to stick around i mean they create that competitive nature um and they really help also with that small to medium sized shipper as well and so i love the fact that you're taking a look at the industry and you're bringing everybody together and creating products for the different size of the community. So there you have it, straight from the movers and shakers in supply chain, containers are closing big deals and changing the status quo for the betterment of the industry. If you would like to learn more about containers, visit them at containers.com, that's with a K. Connect with Graham on LinkedIn and visit letstalksupplychain.com for all the information and for more about this episode under season two episode 65. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Graham. Thank you for having me, Sarah. It was a pleasure. If you like this episode, go and check out the two-part technology series I did with Eric Johnson of JOC. And you're going to find that at letstalksupplychain.com. Uh, forward slash season two dash episode 24 or 25 next week it's the beginning of the month again these months are going by so quickly but what that means is it's my next woman in supply chain episode and i am going to introduce you to brenda santoro of svb bank on the financial side of supply chain you're going to want to stay tuned and listen to her journey to success we have a lot of we have a great time on the episode so stick around and stay tuned for that one if you want to support the show there's a few ways to do that one is through the supply chain dictionary over at letstalksupplychain.com it's 107 pages full of acronyms and definitions for your journey in supply chain next so subscribe to the YouTube channel and go and watch the Trade Squad. Episode one is out and people are loving it. They're loving the discussion that we have, the hot topics that we cover, and um, also my video series. My recent collaboration with JDA is out and uh, you're not going to want to miss that either. So make sure you go to the SC Supply Chain TV over on YouTube and subscribe. Plus, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram, where I'm going to be posting and updating you on everything that I've been working on. Next, rate and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, so other people can find us. Plus, I might use your review in an upcoming episode, so make sure you do that. 
And uh, you could even send me an email at listener at letstalksupplychain.com. I love to hear from all of you. Send me your reviews, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, um, and or even just feedback on the show as well. Lastly, go to ships.com. That's S-H-I-P-Z.com. And you will be one of the first to know once the beta is launched. And we can tell you all about what we've been working on and what I've been talking about for so long. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And remember, everybody, ship happens.